There was a man who entered a local newspaper contest for the best puns. So he's to better his chances of winning, he submitted 10 puns because he really wanted to win. But unfortunately, no pun intended. <laughs> I think it's fucking brilliant. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> it's not bad, huh? I like that a lot. Very punny. Um, right. Let's crack on then. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mandalorian Monday, episode four of season three, The Foundling. And I'm joined once again by the ever-wonderful Cammy. How are you doing, Cammy? I am back again. You're back again. A mouthful of Smarties. White chocolate Smarties. White chocolate Smarties in, in solidarity with my friend and his affliction. Thank you. Yes, as I can't much eat... As they're not quite as good. Oh, I was going to ask you out of ten. If, if ten out of ten is regular Smarties, where are these? If ten is regular smarties, these are they're a seven or an eight. Okay, they're not bad fair. at all. As far mm. as the substitute goes, it's mm. worth it to stop you from getting into one of your little moods. Yes, I get I get very very moody and ill if I have regular chocolate, so I just eat white chocolate because I'm racist basically for it chocolate. Is, it is particularly racist. <laughs> it is it is rather a racist. Just, just thing. a coincidence that those were the colors, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Nothing nothing <laughs> particular else. about your personality. Oh, terrible. Moving on swiftly. Um What were we saying before? Oh, you yeah, know, no, we shouldn't eat dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't bring that into it. <laughs> That was. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that without any context. I don't even want because that'll make me chuckle if I listen back to this one day. <laughs> um, right, literally just moving on. Um, even though I can't find the fucking joining word I want to put in to to make this a thing. Uh, yes, last one we did is episode three. This is episode four. So as always, spoilers for the Mandalorian season one, season two, and season three up until episode four, as well as all the Star Wars movies. This episode is called The Foundling, and what we're going to do is just, as we always do, break it down, go through it, and give our thoughts and opinions, and then talk about it a little bit at the end. All good? Let's all do it. Wonderful. Right, so we open up, and we've got Grogu. Um, well, we've got all the sort of Mandalorians in the Creed sort of doing some sort of training thing. And we hinted to this in the last recording that we did, but I thought it was very obviously in the dome at this point. Like... There was like three or four Mandalorians that were in good. focus, and everyone else looked CGI'd. Like it didn't look real. It looked very the, like domey. <laughs> the the Mandalorians who were, for those that you can't see, I'm air quoting the mm -hmm. words training yeah. by firing blasters randomly into, into the lake. water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it all um, looked a shambles. It did look bad. It looked like a video game cutscene. It really mm -hmm. did. It wasn't good at all. But. I thought this also in terms of them just firing randomly into the, also firing at the lake and then people coming in over the lake to land jetpack wise. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. doesn't seem safe. But I'm also thinking this is some weird off cult thing. This isn't like, you know what I mean? Like the, it kind of does. I'm taking it as like, yeah, they're they're very disorganized and don't really know what the fuck they're doing. They're led by the armorer who is a blacksmith, not a fucking warlord. So, like, who is really, like, the head? Who is got yeah. sort of the training? Who can teach I them? Think you, I think you're being too generous there. Okay. <laughs> I really do. Neither, neither you nor I has any military experience, but mm. we would probably not be sat there blasting our blasters into the water randomly. Well, I don't... Could, could somebody just shove a target out there? You know, I've shot for the same wave three times now. It keeps fucking moving. Yeah, but think about this, like... I think that we actually, whilst we don't have military experience, we know military stuff, right? So we oh, would come be, off it. 
we would be more like aligned than say some of these rednecks that you might see in like deep southern america and wearing camo and just shooting at random shit and being idiots these people are disciplined enough to go their entire lives without taking a helmet off yeah i think they probably yeah fair enough all right i'm trying <laughs> I'm, I'm stretching a straw too far um yeah so they're all in training and then we also see that grogu is wearing his armor did you see that his little chain mail mm-hmm. sort of thing underneath yeah. his mithril that's not mithril that's the lord of the rings quote um but yeah he's wearing that um and he's in training essentially and din is just straight up doing the whole like he'll learn to swim by throwing him in a pool yeah sort of just Literally putting him forward to him fight into a lake. which i've never parented before but he's he's really just going for it just off the deep end in you go i've never parented either but i can see the appeal of just tossing a toddler into a river or something you know it'd be quite fun <laughs> a river i thought you're gonna be like a paddling pool or something. Oh, you're like no, no straight in the can Nile. stand up in one of them no, no. <laughs> straight in a rapid um yeah so grogu is in this little one-on-one fight and we find out that it's going to be a battle with darts uh paintball darts i guess and he gets shot twice classic fight montage sort of thing of yeah get down get down right to the edge and then boom yeah you get him in one when we sub and then we find out that the kid could have just shot him three times straight away yeah why didn't he no because clue. that wouldn't have been as entertaining very as... true i was also thinking the whole time of just yelling out sweep the leg <laughs> <laughs> good old karate kid um but yeah we see grogu do a nice little jumpy flip psych him out and then shoot him three times and then he wins um the kid that he's battling up against is uh oh fun fact actually the actor who plays the kid that's jimmy fallon's nephew <sighs> which wow. is just a random fact I that know. is an incredibly random yeah fact. there you go that's why you should listen to this podcast love a good nepo baby <laughs> yeah so we have uh what's i gonna say other than that yeah it's jimmy fan's nephew but in relevance to this he was the kid in the ceremony sort of from episode one i believe that much i picked up on because i yeah. recognized the blue helmet yeah so that's just you know you you need to know that I think because if you go back and watch episode one, what happens with Vizsla then becomes suddenly sort of more apparent yeah. that he's like watching over him quite a lot. So I have seen that some people have predicted that he was his son, and we find out in this episode that that was right. But anyway, the second the duel sort of thing is over, the kid looks out, and next thing you know, fucking Khaleesi comes in on her dragon <laughs> and swipes him up. It, it was, was the very... most Game of Thrones thing I've ever seen, other than Game of Thrones. It yeah. just came out of nowhere. It was, yeah. It was the sort of the, the silence followed by the screech in the distance. Yeah. It comes over. It's like, yeah, that's... Yeah, and then the straight, setting too, like yeah. the deserty sort yeah. of... Could have been a scene from Game of Thrones. Could have been. No different. Other than the fact that immediately they launch after with Jack Pats chasing, chasing after him. Yeah, I don't remember that part of Game no, of Thrones. that's not in Game of Thrones, but that would have been brilliant. What if, though, someone just edits that in? Like where, I'm like sure. when when I'm... the dragon is like flying over the city, burning, you just see a bunch of Mandalorians just jetpack by, just going somewhere. Yep, I can um, see it. But yeah, they jetpack off, and then finally, for the first time ever in the Mandalorian TV show, we actually see the jetpacks run out of fuel, which I like because it's, sort of it's the, been annoying. Yeah, it's sort of the old action movie: the hero has fired his pistol twenty times now and hasn't reloaded once. It's nice yeah. to see a little bit of a little bit grounding. of grounding. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, loved that. Um, but then when they do run out of fuel, uh, Bo-Katan's ship then comes flying after the dragon and we learn that she followed it to its nest and then came back and they're now going to plan a method of attack. Um, 
So Bogatan and Din and Vizsler are on the rescue team with a couple others, and they're going off. As they fly off, we see Grogu standing alone, and the armorer sort of says, Come, Grogu, you've got much to learn. And she starts giving him this nice little speech about the armor is more than sort of this. It's sort of everyone comes to us as a foundling. It's basically this solid rock, but then the Mandalorian process is shaping you into the right sort of thing. And as she's banging on the metal, on the best car to sort of form it into something, we zoom in on Grogu. She says something along the lines of like, it'll even like make you reflect about yourself, or, mm. you know, classic sort of about hint, to have hint, a flashback hint, hint, hint. thing. Yeah. And then we get a flashback to Grogu back in Order 66 and how he escaped, which has been a long time coming. Yes. Long time coming. It was pretty cool. Um, and, as mu- and as cool as it was, I know no more. Yeah. Because I don't know who the fuck this is, this Discount Jedi. Windu. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. Other than, well, he, no, he picked up another lightsaber. I was going to say he has two lightsabers, but yeah. he just picked up another lightsaber. But yeah, no idea who this Jedi is that comes in. Um, but essentially, just as I already knew. How does he get from where we eventually find him, him to... Yeah, yeah. No idea. So, I don't know what I wanted, though. It's not like I did want Obi-Wan to suddenly open the door and then take mm. him out. Although, I would have loved that. But then it's like, well, why wouldn't he mention him later on sort of stuff? Like, There's all this... But yeah, we get we do get some cool lightsaber stuff. Any Order sixty six stuff, I'm always fascinated about. Clone yep. Wars season seven is like my favorite fucking oh, thing Star Wars fantastic. has ever done. Yep. So happy to see a bit more of it. And yeah, uh, he gets smuggled out um, and then taken out on a ship on a landing pad that we both looked at each other and said that the people on that ship were dressed like Episode two, where the sort of um, Naboo. Episode two of the movies, I think you should say. Of the say. movies, not, sorry, not yeah. The... Episode two of the movies, <clears throat> Attack of the Clones, where... The ship, the landing pad, the way the people were dressed. Yeah, it was a... Padme's decoy gets blown up, yeah. and they're all sort of dressed. So it's this Naboo slash... Naboo um, cruiser sort of thing. Yeah, but then it also, to me, sort of looks like the uh, Organas, um, and they're on Endor. No, they're not on fucking Endor. They're fucking Jesus. deed at this point anyway, aren't they? they're an Alderaan Alderaan thank you Cammy. thank but you but they're dead at this point they got blown to hell yes I, I find it hard to keep up with the timelines as well well no 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 they're not because it's Order 66 this is the flashback oh good point yes so yes. they're not dead yet so yes, yeah it could right. still it could be Organas or it could be Naboo people I really hope it's Naboo people because Naboo is my favourite planet in all of Star Wars and if we get more really? of that I'll be happy yeah yeah, I love Naboo. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much the end of the flashback. The Jedi sneaks on board with him and flies him away somewhere into hyperspace. We don't know where they're going. It's always fun in these non-Jedi-centric movies and TV shows to see just a, just a little bit of lightsaber action. Yeah, it's always good, nice. isn't it? Nice. Especially when there's like so many. But also, I don't like that they do sort of... All the Jedi are dying a bit easy. I was thinking that as well. Is it is it a way of illustrating to us just how Shock, good and powerful and like Obi-Wan and Anakin and the main Jedi that we follow are? That there are actually Jedi who are meh. Maybe. Because like, in, in these flashbacks and in, and in some of the movies and stuff like that when it shows Order 66, it's like one Jedi is worth about five or six clones. Yeah. Whereas when you think of Anakin or Obi-Wan or Yoda or something, you're talking like 
they, they just plow through tens to hundreds yeah. of them. I think it is a little bit of that for sure, but it's also that it's supposed to be the closer to Order 66 they get, the more clouded they are in the Force. Like the dark side mm-hmm. literally, like they, so they can't, but essentially their spider sense isn't there anymore. <laughs> like they get clouded in the Force and they also get very soft. Like, because yeah. they're, they just don't expect anything. Like, you're never going to expect to be attacked in the Jedi Temple, right? So they're truly for, off guard. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's a bit of that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, after the flashback is over, we then go back to um, the fucking uh, King's Landing scene. <laughs> with uh, They arrive at the Dragon's Nest and they say they're going to camp out overnight. And we have this little thing where Bogotan's like, how the hell do I eat without taking my helmet off? Din says you have to go away, find your own little spot. And then Vizsla says, as you're the leader of the war party, you get to sit by the fire. So actually, whilst I was predicting that Vizsla and him are going to have some issues from, sorry, uh, her are going to have issues because of their family history, it doesn't seem to be the case. Seems could, to be sort of... I could of, still see that materializing at some point. I, th- I, I would assume so. It's got to pop up at some point. Like maybe he'll, he, maybe he doesn't even know the history, but then he finds out the history and he's like, what the yeah. fuck? Um, could be one of those but yeah we then have them climbing up the wall and getting into the nest and he's the the Vizsla guy loses all sense of composure and it's like it's my son and then just dives in there um you said instantly knew that was gonna happen yeah knew that was gonna happen it's just the way that so i in all fairness i knew it was gonna happen because a couple other podcasts i listened to had predicted it saying that in that first episode when the kid's going through the ceremony Vizsla is like watching like way too eagerly and they keep cutting to him and then the kid and then mm-hmm. to him and then the kid and it's like oh why would they do that yeah um so yeah, it was either going to be that it was his son or that he was his foundling, like Grogu is Din's foundling, um, so something like that. Um, but yeah, and then there's really not much else to say other than like he jumps in, the dragon thing comes back, and they then fight and free the kid, and that's that's no that. point in us sitting here and giving a play by play. No, on. it just that's then all the that happens. Flew left, and then the dragon flew right. It looked good. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was nice it enough. Was, but again, it it's just the whole time you. You're just watching it like it's a side Why mission. am I watching this? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't... I want to know more about the overarching plot, not Yeah, this. exactly. But yeah, they do that. During the process, uh, Bo-Katan's shoulder pad, mm-hmm. armor bit, gets thrown off. Um, so then after she then returns, we then see the armor take her away to then get a replacement. She then asks if Bogotan wants the night owl sigil put on the thing, and she says, "Is it okay to have a mythosaur and a night owl?" And then she gets the mythosaur put on, and then says to the armor, which I was shocked that she had admitted this straight away, which actually makes me think she's more comfortable with the creed than what I predicted her to be. Mm-hmm. I thought that she would be like keeping everything very hush hush around them. Yeah, but she just says, "Yeah, basically, like no, no, I saw a mythosaur in real life." And the armor's just like, this is the way. And he's like, fuck you. Fuck Fuck you. Like, what is that? What kind of answer is that? (laughs) That's not helpful. It's not... It's not anything. Entertaining. It's not productive. What are you doing? Yeah. It's just basically like... She might as well have said, wait until the next episode. Yeah. (laughs) Or not. It could be like three episodes time. Um, And yeah, and that brings us to the end of this one. I have like eight bullet points of notes on this episode versus the normal was, two pages that i have of notes well because we um it's shorter and we it's went yeah aside. before i went to click on it disney plus shows you how long in minutes each episode is hmm. 
and said 33. That can't be right. And the previous one was, I think, 59. So it was a serious reduction. And again, just felt pointless. Yeah, it really didn't move the story anywhere. I sadly. feel like... Other than the Grogu flashback, but even that, we already predicted that. Like it, We knew that. It didn't add any new to it. Everything, everything that we needed to see in that episode... The Grogu flashback, Bo-Katan getting a new piece of armor. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> could have been could have been ten minutes dispersed throughout more substantive episodes. Yeah. I will season. say that in regards to the flashback specifically, I normally watch these episodes twice before recording. This one I've just seen once through with you. So there is a chance that like if I go back and rewatch it, maybe there is a little bit more that I'm I'm missing out on. But in general, I really yeah, I have to agree that like it that we didn't move this needle, this story forward no. anywhere near like where I sort of thought we would be going. Um and yeah, that sucks cuz it's a bit disappointing. It is. Yeah. How many episodes are they planning for the season, do you know? I don't actually know. I don't. I'm going to see if I can I'm going to do a Joe Rogan. Jamie, pull that shit up. Yeah, you do that. Uh, whilst doing that, I guess I could hit sort of the outro-ish sort of stuff. So just get out of the way. So if you want, you can follow us at Pineapple Theory underscore podcast. If you could leave us a five-star rating on Spotify or whatever platform you listen to and even a comment if it allows, that would be great. And the more sort of those we get, the more we can get this podcast out to people. Just to reiterate again, sorry that last week and the week before didn't come out on a Monday, but Mandalorian Monday should be back running up as normal. And then you'll get your more fun sort of either deeper reviews or games and March Madness episodes coming out on Fridays. And yeah, that's pretty much everything. I have an update. Okay, update Eight us. Eight episodes. This is us halfway. Eight episodes, really? Oh, that seems so short suddenly. Doesn't it just... Especially if they're all going to be fucking half an hour long. Mm. If the rest of them are an hour long and this is the outlier, excuse me, this is the outlier, then okay. Mm-hmm. But I need to, right, okay. Let's see some progress yeah, let's now. Let's get some producers. Come on. Chop, chop. Come on then. Give us, but that's the thing. Like, I want them to give us something, but I don't know what I want them to give us. No, me neither. We sort of have it all. And also, once it's over, it's over. And I, I, I kind of like, I don't want to be teased along, but also. Like we were discussing about Marvel earlier and how since Endgame, I'm growing increasingly certain that they should have just taken a break and ended it for a while. Absolutely. So I don't want them to get to that point too quickly, but also mm-hmm. I need yeah. something. I, I, I can't just have filler. For- well, here's my big thing. I've already said this before, but like I don't with this season so far. I don't know where they're going. Nope. I don't even know who the bad guy is at this point. Nope. Like there is no bad guy currently. Nope, not at all. Well, we have John Kane. But what for? Like that's what I mean. Like there is no Moff Gideon. There's no. no Darth Vader. There's no bad guy. Like um, we need somebody to come out of somewhere. I would love if they did like a weird, random, just sort of sith person came out of nowhere sith follower or something like i need something something um but it's just not happening at the minute so that's a bit disappointing um yeah but thanks again for joining us cammy it's been a pleasure making the trip always is all the way from your couch yep made it all the way to canada it's been a struggle it really has yeah wow you could just fly fly around a bit take a jet it should be like this this flight to london gatwick is taking a slight detour slight detour, slight detour. got a podcast why have you taken so much extra fuel cam no reason <laughs> no no, no, re- no reason, no reason. any behoozles thank you everybody so much for listening and you stay classy san diego and we'll see you in the next one goodbye
lovely. Nice. That was 